Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey yo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. We recorded this podcast before learning of the death of Miss Vicky White. During this episode, there is commentary that can be perceived as mocking of her decisions that she made during her life. We want to acknowledge that and also wish peace upon her spirit. Thank you. Yizzo! Did you sing it? Yes, it was low. It was a low alto, baritone alto contrato. Contrato. Girl, did you know we missed the Kappa reunion? Yep. Fuck. I didn't know nobody anyway. I didn't talk to anyone, so. I saw that John on the lawn, and it wasn't on the lawn because it was awful weather this Mother's Day. I was like, I'm glad I ain't going for that. (laughs) But I was sad because Mrs. Morrow was there. Everybody who went to Kappa who knows who Miss Morrow is, shout out to her. I think of her daily. I I just did not know. And I don't think I would have gone without you guys. So they'd be like, who that girl? And I'd be like, who's that girl? <laughs> Nobody would have known anyone. I would have liked to see Gigi and Sarah 
outside Gigi. of our group. Did they go? I don't know. Probably go to that. We should Shout just out to ask them to both. hang out with us. You know who you are. They both look great. Just in their Shh. primes. I see pictures of them and I said, wow, it's getting better and better. Y'all Girl. are getting better and better. Shout out to those white queens. White Killing queens. Them. Italian and Jewish queens. You better work. Love to love to see it. Anyway, yesterday was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. And um, I went to my mother's house. We had bagels. We had salmon. It's very Jewish. We had eggs and sausage. <laughs> I know. It's like it's Easter and uh, Mother's Day. That's our tradition. We just had breakfast. And we had a good old white woman bongo session. Like my mom oh. was on the guitar. My sister was on the drums. And I had a, a what's that called? A church tambourine. And JoJo was beatboxing, and it was terrible, but it was so much fun. And I was, I was like, let me tap into my white side because these lack of rhythm will get you free oh, somehow. Man. Somehow it gets you free. They the freest. They're like rhythm. We're not con- confined to that. We no. hear what we hear. We feel what we feel. We out we here. Um, but it was a lot of fun and. I was just trying to be present, just thinking about so many people that I know that just randomly lost their mothers recently, folks whose mothers aren't well, and I just was counting my blessings and hanging out with my rude white mom who just, she was just looking, she was looking to fight, and I said, no, uh, uh, Mm. no. Not today. She's bringing up all the hot topics. She's, that's, I think that's the episode that we need to have. Um, how with to, your mom? No, just how to like oh. deal with your parents or your family that you just don't. Kind of pivot. Agree with, but you want to love and you like want to be in their space. But they, she, she likes to fight. Shout out to that Taurus woman. Um, and then. <laughs> I was going to bring this up, but it's been with me all day afterwards. And it's partly my fault, but afterwards I went and I had dinner and I tried my macaroni and cheese again and it was much better. (laughs) First of all, I, I've been trying to do the roux and the roux is not it for me. It's actually the custard, the custard, Wait, I'm, what? I'm somewhere with that. When you mix the eggs and the cream and the milk and you pour it over and into milk, the milk. That milk. that I think that that is the path that I, I'm team. I'm team casserole, not team like the wet roux. But that's not the. But thing. don't you like wet macaroni and but cheese? But you can get a wet that way too. You just have to get the custard ratio correct. So it's it's a it's a mad scientist, but I'm going to be a black mom that knows how to make macaroni if my life depends on it. Now I know how to make fried chicken. But I don't know how to make fried chicken. Bless his soul. My man tried to make fried chicken. Normally he can make really good fried chicken. He makes really good fried chicken. But if I don't think I've talked about people don't anybody who knows me knows how I feel about chicken wings. It's a serious 
is serious to me. Like spades, chicken wings is like spades to me. You are and, not good at spades. What I'm saying is the people's protection and the way that I they see. feel okay. about it. So you just so ready to say something smart. Fight. Anyway, um, we went, we we made these. They just weren't the right chicken wings. And I'm angry and I'm still angry. You fucked angry. up your, your Mother's Day chicken wing? Yes. Wow. And I tried to make... Break up with him. No. <laughs> I tried... And he, I think he, I know he had to have known that he did. He had to have known. And then I tried to, he, he, he seasoned them. And then it was the batter ratio that had me so upset. So I was like, listen, I'm not even going to eat your chicken wings. And I think he saw it because I didn't even look at them. <laughs> I, I, was, I did it. That's how you know that. Wait, what did his chicken wings look like? I'm not no going to go into it. it. I'm not going to go into was it. Was it no batter? What but was it? It was just like, not fried chicken. It wasn't fried chicken. And I tried. It was I the was Atlanta fried, fried chicken. What was it? No. <laughs> it wasn't the Atlanta fried it's chicken. a little dusting no, this, of This nigga usually can make fried chicken. That's what I'll say. He usually can make fried chicken. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was the pressure. But when I tell you I was frazzled, then I tried to attempt it, and then I fucked it up. So I was I was irrationally upset inside, and I think that I need to become belligerent with somebody. I think we're I think he's the one, and I can trust him to be unreasonably belligerent. And I think he's going to be the person that like smiles and does a slow clap versus like reacts and gets mad i think he can hold space for me but that shouldn't have made me that upset so i think there's something else inside of me that needs to blow up and maybe I, it was like that's your day you no, always you know i don't give a fuck on. about that it doesn't if it, 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 <laughs> no. i don't care about mother's day i don't think like oh it's my day i'm not and i think most mothers don't really feel that and if they do they're not well but that's oh, my, my personal mom opinion. Does, my mom well, feels that. Oh. Because <laughs> she postponed it because it wasn't even right for her. The weather wasn't right, right? No. Yeah, she, nah. she canceled Mother's Day. Postponed. No. So something's brewing in me. Something ha- is, is, is brewing. Great. And you're and coming up here this weekend. No, I, I, swear I, I don't God, know. I think you would me. be too reactionary. I don't know if you would slow clap and be like, girl. I think you would be oh, like, wait, would you be, would you be yelling? <laughs> would you be yelling at me? Yes. Or would I would have to be, be belligerent. I would be hysterically belligerent. Cause that's not but you, in my, your, your energy would be towards me or just in general, you're having this. I think, I think most people that are belligerent is never about towards the person It's their own shit coming up, but I feel it's coming. And I think that, for we won't be fighting. The artsy, that's why I wouldn't do it with you. But I think the artsy boy would be like, Oh, that was so sweet <laughs> and laugh at me versus being like getting upset. Anyway, speaking of couples therapy, maybe we need to go to couples therapy as well. Somebody shout out to Josh. She gave me her Showtime password and I've discovered couples therapy and it's the most beautiful, amazing, eye-opening, well-produced and shot program that's on tv i think besides maybe atlanta in this moment it follows this one therapist in new york 
And she's with these folks over a course of maybe like six months to a year. They don't give the definite time. But the way that you see these people open up and explore themselves and each other and the way that you watch it as a viewer, it's not like on Jerry Springer where you're like getting off on how fucked up they are and you're like, Mm -hmm. it's like voyeuristic. It's more like you're like seeing yourself and the possibilities for yourself. I highly, highly recommend you watch this, Antoinette. It is, it's beautiful. I watched the second season first. Um... And I'm watching the first season, which isn't as good as the second season. So I say start on the second season. But wow, when it, when it's always it's always about you. It's never about the other person. Was the biggest um, thing I took away, and the way that she handles the people and makes that something that they can like manage in bite sized doses, and the way some people just can never reflect and see themselves is just. It's just and it shot so well. I love it. So who's the therapist? I don't know, Charles, the white lady. But she's doing it. She's killing it. And kind of want to go to therapy now. I kind of want to like be clinically diagnosed or clinically <laughs> told something because she's she's amazing. Please watch it, everybody. Couples therapy. Ask your friends for your showtime password because. Are you whispering? I can't hear you. (laughs) Everybody, now I can't hear you. I I did. I did go low because I I have a baritone alto voice. So sometimes I'm whispering. I'm like, is this a sign? I'm over here looking at the levels. Like, is this wrong? Reverberation. All right, couples therapy. Say less. Yeah, check it out. I could diagnose you if you want to be diagnosed. Insanity clinical. It's true. Blame it on my mom (laughs) and my dad. Go ahead. Mm. Well, for me, I'm getting over a sinus infection. I sound so much better. I tried to fight it on my own, and I had a Z-Pack, and I was like, no. I Z-pack? need to see what my immune system's made of. Yeah, Z-Pack is like a, a pack of antibiotics. Oh. Um, but they get rid of the good bacteria in your body, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm loading up on my prebiotics, my probiotics trying to fight what the z-pack is doing but i needed it so the moral of the story is my immune system is still trash and i don't know why (laughs) um i went on a date (laughs) last week and it was so funny to me i went on a date did i tell the story about the guy Mm -hmm. i did about the guy from um that that mandy was like ah on the podcast did you tell the story i feel like i did Did all right this is a side note so everybody keeps tagging us and stuff and saying Tommy Lee Jones laughing my ass off. Did we talk about Tommy Lee Jones last week? Yeah, we we didn't know who who's Tommy Lee Jones. We thought I know Tommy, who Tommy Lee we Jones. We thought is. Tommy Lee Jones was Tommy Lee. Who the fuck? See, I still don't know who it is. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is from The Fugitive, a, a white hero. He's from. Did you see the fugitive? The Men in Black. Actually, he wasn't a fugitive. The he Men wasn't in Black. A hero in it. The Men in he Black. He was a hero in Men in Black. He I was love, trash in the fugitive. I love Tommy fugitive. Lee Jones. Not Tommy Lee Jones. The the guy that had the sex take with Pamela Anderson, her husband. Oh, we said it was Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones. <laughs> what is that man's name it. though? I still don't know that man's name. Google it. Pamela Anderson's husband, Tommy, and then it'll come up. All right. I was wondering, like, what the fuck were we talking about? Why are Tommy, we talking Lee. About Tommy Lee. It's Jones? just Tommy Lee. It's just Tommy Lee. We had to put the, made him black. <laughs> had to put the Jones on there. 
Everybody kept tweeting, and I was like, what? Okay. Anyway, so I went on a date with this guy, and <laughs> ah, he got in. He we, we met up, and the first thing that he said when he saw me, he was like, oh, looks like you just left a protest against the apartheid. <laughs> when I tell you, <laughs> I cracked. I was like, wait, what? And then I looked at myself. I hovered over my double consciousness. <laughs> And was like, oh, bitch, you are funny. So it was cold last week. I felt myself. I thought I was getting sick. And so I was like, oh, no, I got to, I got to, I have to cover my clavicle. Yes. I had on a black turtleneck that was like up to here. It was like a really high turtleneck. Um, Some black, like pants, some black, not like, it was like black jeans and combat boots. But then I had... My trench coat, this like this army green, and it was definite. And my hair was pulled back in a tight bun. <laughs> Give <laughs> it us free. Def- it was definitely given. Why you protest say apartheid vibe. protest though? <laughs> <laughs> right, because I think that's all you could think of. And I was like, sir, why would it be against the apartheid? But he was fine. That's that's all I'm going to that. But it was so funny, and I thought about it, and I said, you know what? Maybe Mandy and them are on to something because the last date or one of the last dates I went on, I had my Birkenstocks on and they made fun of me about that. I remember the guy was like, you walked here? I was like, yeah. And he was like, you're not like sweaty. And I was like, it's a beautiful day. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. It's tricky. It's getting tricky. But what did they say? I don't understand what they said. What did they say that? They just said, "Why they are you dressing like that on the date?" They just like, "Girl, what are you doing? Like, you wearing Birkenstocks on a date?" But they would Girl. be like super dressed up on a date, and that's just Mm-mm. you're not getting that from me on date one. Out of here, fuck out of here! I'm I'm damn near ugly when we going out on a date. Is, you, is this <laughs> right. real? Is the chemistry you, real? Right, I can't dress up for you yet. No, Come on. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. I'm not gonna be out here looking like myself. Dude, God forbid. But damn near close. <laughs> but I'm go- you're going to get the vibe. But when he said that I look like I just came from a protest, I was dying. I was like, wow, I love myself so much. Oh, well. But that's like kind of me and accurate. I was it like, is. you should I know feel that like that's you did like not who I am. In cosplay. So. Yes. No, he listen. was like, listen, I fuck with it. I'm, I'm here for it. I was like, okay, sir, as long as you know. And then he did point out that while we were at a bar, apparently... <laughs> I told him he was talking to me and I told him to hold on because they were showing they were showing replays of the game. Girl, that is and it was the Sixers game. I was like, oh, hold on a second. But I didn't realize. And so he just started talking about the game and the Sixers. So we just started talking about that. But later on in the evening, he was like, you know that you like just cut me off and told me to hold on in the middle of my statement because you wanted to watch ESPN. So I did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. So I am out of practice. I'm gonna try to work that out. I'm gonna try. That to, feels I'm like you're t- coming as your full ass self. This is not cosplay. This is the real thing. So I don't know. I, that was rude for me to be like, hold up, hold up, hold up, shut up. And beads on. That wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna work it out. I'm really angry about politics. Mm-hmm. Y'all knew that was coming, but we're gonna get into it later. Um, Blue got me nothing for Mother's Day, mm. so. Not a goddamn thing. When are we going to talk about the ethnicity of your cat? No, like, that I'm... is 
next week. Stop. Okay. Look at the look at the um outlines, please. And then I speaking of sports, I really do wish I had somebody to talk sports with. I would love to get on here and talk sports with you. Because the Sixers are doing amazing things, but you're just not into it. So that sucks. But also, there's another man in my life, speaking of sports, Mm, who he got on my phone and decided to try to talk sports with me, but knew he didn't know what he was talking about, (laughs) but needed to act like he did. I know exactly. Because he's a man. Joe. And you, I know you do. Grip, yo. <laughs> and I was just like, I was trying so hard, and then I got so I could, I knew that I was getting rude because I just wouldn't let him have it. And actually, I don't think it's that rude. I just wouldn't let him have it. He was saying stuff like, "Oh, what did he say?" He said, "Yeah, you know." Um, I think that. Oh, what did he say? Who was it? Somebody should have stayed on the Nets who never played for the Nets a day in their damn life. He was telling me about how John Stark and girl stop. He was telling me about how Embiid on the floor is a liability, and I was like, "What? Embiid on the floor is opens up so many other players because he gets double teamed. Like he just didn't know what he was talking about. He was watching the game and was like, "Oh, this game is over." I said, "We're up by one, and this is the second quarter." He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but just the energy, and I was like, "They're on a." They're on like a seven-two run, like the other team. What are you? What are you watching the game? It was just like talk about something else. Joe, like we don't have to talk about that. It's okay today? if that's not you. Joe, huh? What did you say? Mm-mm. But he was on there, and I just think that I run into a lot of men who do that. But he does it in a way that is just exhausting because he really cannot not be right. And he cannot ever appear to not be in the know. And it is the most... Unach- and he red is flag. so handsome. Super red flag. So handsome. So attractive. But it is the most unattractive Dry. quality. Where Parched. I'm just like, ugh. Mm. I can't. So that poor thing. Do you talk about sports with your mom? Yes, of course. All She's the time. following that's everything. Most of our conversations. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's my, amazing. For people I that don't that. know, my mom and dad met on the basketball court. My mom was an incredible ball player, and she used to hustle men out of money with my dad while she was pregnant I love with my that. sister. I want to. I want to see that happen. No, like she won championships. Like my dad got her knocked up, but she was supposed to go and be something. Oh, it's a shame. Tricky. Um, and then I got my hair cut. Yep. By Mona. Get it. Mona cut. Swing it. And she yeah. brought these little curls back to life. Ooh. The headphones mess them up. And of course, I probably put a little too much conditioner in it, so it's weighing it down. But you can see a difference. Like, you look can. at that. Look at how they're laying. Voluminous. Voluminous. I'm like, Mona, thank you. And she she kept my little back, so I still feel like I have length. She's like, I know you're trying to grow it out, but girl, we got to lift you up in prayer. Because you're looking, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Them curls was laying on my face like terrible. But I love Mona. For those of you that don't know Mona, Mona has a studio here in in New York City. And I was not paid to do this, but I'm going to do it. And I sat next to Mona at an event and was convinced, like, this is the only woman who I would want to, to cut my hair. She talked about how 
she started to do black women's hair and she realized that it was a really spiritual experience for them when they would get in her chair and like burst into tears mm-hmm. when they would big chop or whatever the case was. And so she really sought out like these women and wanted to hear their stories, wanted to understand their relationship with their hair. And she takes it so seriously. Like you have a consultation with her. You talk about your relationship with your hair. She like, and she's super funky. Her, her whole thing is like, she wants to give you a shape. Mm-hmm. She wants you to have a shape. And mm-hmm. she's like, I don't want to do these regular, regular cuts that like she does on me, but there's like super <laughs> cool, like, asymmetrical kind of things. If anybody who follows Fran, like the Fran Bob is something that she's done. And like, she just does really beautiful work and is such a kind being. And, and you, and it's honestly the one person who I feel really safe every time I go. Mm, what a testimony. I'm really serious. No like word. you ever sit in somebody's chair, you're nervous. Like, Oh my God. Oh my All God. The time. Oh, my God, oh my God. Yeah. I never feel that way ever. Ever. Well, I get I'm just my like, money I trust together. her completely. So, shout out to Mona. In other news, I saw um, a jump in our rates and our um, reviews. Please continue to rate and review Around the Way Curls on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It does make a big difference in our visibility. And welcome to all the new listeners who have been joining us lately. We are happy to have you here. Please make sure that you go back and fetch it, Sankofa moment, and listen to all the old episodes so that you can understand our crazy. Not that we understand it, but so maybe you can. (laughs) Maybe you can help us piece it together. Also, please be sure to check us out at the Roots Picnic June 4th around, like, what is it? Can we say two? Like 4.30? Girl, I thought it was 4.30. I don't know, actually. One of those times. Um, We will be at the podcast stage. Um, Same stage. It's going to have horrible decisions. Rory and Mal. A whole bunch of other people. (laughs) What's her name? Jamal. I don't know that lady. You you were like, girl, you don't know her. And I was like, sorry to that woman. Because she started out as a sportscaster, but she's much more than that. (sighs) It'll be all right. We'll, We'll You got to get in. You would enjoy sports, I feel. I would. Maybe I would. I feel like you would get really excited. I got to. I have to be led into it. Somebody has to like show me the way. And basketball of all of the sports is what I'm most interested in. Okay. Well, let's start there. Frustrate. Stop, go, stop, go. That shit gets on my nerves. All right. Basketball. Basketball. Basketball, stop, go now too because the refs be calling all kinds of fouls. Anyway, hot shit. This is not new, but I went into my bag and was in here a little bit sick this weekend, but was cleaning up my house. And I rediscovered um, Regina Bell's Heaven's Just a Whisper Away. Do you know that song? Mm -mm. Okay. So this is like, I think, 90s power ballad, like power black girl ballad of like how does it go i might know it but i just don't know that i don't i'm know. not gonna sing it because i can't uh you wouldn't uh I mean, anyway i'm not gonna sing it i was just <laughs> about to uh, i was about to i'm like i'm about to play myself but anyway it's a really beautiful <laughs> song and the lyrics are gorgeous 
but it's very like you would never hear it now. It's like back when people would sing and there was be like a modulation and a huge climax. And so then I was like, yo, I'm about to get to my bag. I went back to Mariah Carey and I started yes. listening to Music Box. Yeah. And I started listening to Daydreaming, mm-hmm. the albums. Yeah. And I said, unpopular opinion. I miss the R&B power ballad. And I also don't like, this is unpopular opinion. I don't like the emancipation of Mimi. Oh. I like the shackled Mariah. The, the I like Mariah. Mariah. Where she was yes. just forced yes. to just told Before what to do. Before she met up with Puff and them. I liked the Mariah that was with that white man who was managing her. It was like 50,000 years old. <laughs> and she was singing basically the same kind of stuff that Whitney was singing. And she was hitting her little high notes. This is pre, pre like That's body she looked like a Mariah. white woman. That's when yeah, Mariah, like, I you miss like white, white woman Mariah. Mariah. There you go. <laughs> I miss white Mariah. White, <laughs> shackled, unfree <laughs> Mariah. Child. That was the Mariah that I fucked with the most. That is an unpopular opinion. That's an unpopular opinion, like hell. But I'm like, and I started listening to that Emancipation of Mimi. I was like, this has nothing on. Yeah. Like, yeah. That song, what was the other? um, Fantasy was cute. But even Music Box, even if you're lonely and you need a friend. Mm. Did Mariah have a verse yet? Who would Mariah's verses be against? Mariah would never be on versus. Did you see that she was just in the bathtub in a huge, a huge ball gown and gloves with sipping shit in the tub, sipping champagne she's, just on live. She's a fucking vibe. <laughs> she's just, she's like versus. She okay? What the fuck is that? No, Mariah would never do versus. And if she did, it, I would want it to be free Mariah versus emancipated God. Mariah. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Every time that Brilliant. emancipated shit come on my boo. <laughs> For real. Go back and listen to her Shut stuff. Your biracial ass up. Bring out the no, white I'm about to. No, 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 no. Watch me work. I'm about to I'm about to put you in a game right now. Cause I don't think that y'all really understand what I'm talking about. The Mariah Carey that I know is oop, excuse me. That's not her. Music box. You got dream lover, hero. Anytime you need a friend, never when forgot a you. Hero comes along. Uh, uh, all I've ever wanted. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so pretty. And then you have. Let me go. Oh, excuse me. And then you have um, underneath the stars. One sweet day. Oh. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't play with me, y'all. Yeah, you got to put Mariah on your playlist. When you be doing your hip-hop and R&B, you do not be having Mariah on the R&B Because like she don't really fit. Even Butterfly was a vibe. I can even... My all was great. I don't know my all. Yeah, yes, you do. Um, I give my all to have just one more night with oh, you. Oh, yes, I do. Whenever you call beautiful ones... You I'm forgot go about beautiful ones. I'm gonna ones. cry myself to sleep to that tonight. Cisco singing his ass off. You forgot about outside. She was talking about the white and black plight. Oh, the biracial angst came through <laughs> on the track. She was like, "It's hard to explain, <laughs> girl." Bye. But this was the start of it. I'm telling. Butterfly was the start when she started. To f- she did. She did that little song with Bone Thugs and Harmony and lost her motherfucking mind. Never came back. 
And then Rainbow was just, she was gone. Jay-Z was on that shit. Just, she ruined Rainbow. The what Brat, song Missy was, Elliott. Wait, wait, what was the Jay-Z song? Oh. Heartbreaker. Oh, that's my shit. Heartbreaker, you got the best that's of me. Because I just keep on coming back. Look, she got a song, Thank God I Found You with Joe and 98 Degrees. It just got real poppy. It just got... Then she came out with Glitter. Lost her motherfucking mind. That's when she came out with the short stuff. She was straightening her hair. Hated it. Mm -mm. Yeah. Emotions. Come on. Let's go back. You want her back in in an oppressive relationship. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion only because people forgot about Shackle Mariah. <laughs> Take it back. That's all I got for hot shit. Oh no, it's more hot shit, but it's all in the pop culture. I do want you to know. I want to stop talking soon too, because I've been talking too much. Your revolutionary queen is now under criminal investigation because she kicked the woman in her. Because they want to keep her down. Now they're coming up with some <laughs> random shit. They want to lock her up by any means necessary, catch her on the case. Stop playing. They want to get her. Girl, Black China. <laughs> okay. Black China is leading the way. She's anti You know her and her mom, Tokyo Tony, got a talk show coming out, they said. Do you know apparently she had a GoFundMe and Kim Kardashian donated $5? I sent that to you. I, that was probably somebody that just said their name was Kim Kardashian. Either way, that's hilarious. And I hope it really was Kim. Cause... Her mom started that GoFundMe. I can't. And people donated to that shit. Under criminal investigation because she kicked a woman in the stomach. She was defending herself. Oh, right. Anyway, have you seen this video of Party and Meg? (laughs) Yes, I did. And first of all, I thought they broke up. You had. I know you you, did. I said it. I said they didn't. She took down all his pictures, all evidence. They. I think they were having issues. they were They might have been. I think he was telling she her, was like, you, might, you, you might drink too much. You might need to chill out a little bit. And she was probably like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Either way, she they both said, like, no, we're just being more private. How? And then they was in the club, like. Being not very private at all. You listen. Not giving you're, us a glimpse you're a small, into. Listen, you're a small girl. How much do you weigh, Shanti? Like 140 pounds max? More than that. Went. No. All right, I don't believe that. I got but a fucking wagon and double D's, bitch. Stop playing. Put I'm some weight on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right, Queen. Apologies. <laughs> uh, so, with that said, with somebody who has some size to her, right? I'm 5'7", much bigger than Meg. Meg is 5'10", though, and built the way she's built. I see people online saying, yeah, she got to be 150 pounds, and he just swinging her around like a rag doll. I'm like, first of all, that bitch is more than yeah. That's cute that y'all think she's like, Megan is pushing 200 pounds with all that muscle mass and ass and titty and wig on her. Yeah. Okay? She, that that is a woman. And the way that that... Flinging her around. Put, just keep it on the hips. Oh! Just grab, just... She, child... They look practice as God well. When. She, she God looks, when. She looks happy. She said God she when. She looks happy. And I said, I have never, I've never, I've been picked up, but I feared for that man's life for all of them two seconds I was up there. Yeah. Just, just. Before he dropped, I'm like, sir, you might could die. Don't do this. Cause I'm not enjoying it. I'm worried. I see you might pop a blood vessel. <laughs> might have a heart attack. I don't know. 
But the way he was just swinging her and then held her with the one hand and paused and then just gave her a kiss mm. and went right back at it and then carried her up the stairs. Mm. I said, wow. Did you, you like her? Um, did you see what she the song she dropped for Coachella? With Plan B? Yeah. That shit goes hard. I, I watched that over repeatedly. I said, Meg, put some that was the whole. That was what she was celebrating. The party was called Plan B. Oh, child. Yeah, I ain't following her that closely of the reasons for which they are gathered to grind. I'm not following her that closely either. But when I saw her being picked up like that, I said, let me go ahead and see what this is now. But I'm ashamed for it. I'm ashamed about how many times I replayed that. (laughs) Speaking of being ashamed, today I sent you a text, girl. And I was like, "Um, actor Jesse Williams is currently in a Broadway play. Who knew uh, he said was Broadway naked? Play. Well, that's in the show. But he is butt naked in this play. I knew that he was in a Broadway show where he was naked. I did know that. But some theater goer, and you're not supposed to have phones in the theater, took their phone out and recorded him. And made into a gift, child. In like the shower scene of the play. And this man's penis is out and he hits it so that it swings mm. from left to right. Yes, he did. And he stands there like the specimen he is. I said, I, I thought a couple things. First of all, what, what did you think, Queen? I, what did you I think? didn't know he was packing like that. I was shocked. I, I, I was Why? shocked. Why I were you shocked? And be honest. Delighted. I don't know. He just, he doesn't give... Because he's biracial. Because he's biracial. No, that's I was not... proud of him. That's why, I'll be honest. I was like, I did not expect this from my biracial kings. I judge them. Well, I guess it's the light eyes. I think it's the light it's eyes. It's the light eyes. He's just too pretty to be. It's the light eyes. It's the but light eyes. It's the biracial. It's the pretty. I don't, pretty privilege. I don't know what it is, but you can't have it all. <laughs> and I'm just like, how Allegedly the fuck you got it does. all? <laughs> Shout out well, to his boo. That young thing. They're not together anymore. I like Jesse, her is everything too. okay? I know. They're not together. Damn, and he only paying his wife like $23, well, he's only on Broadway. <laughs> a month He's only now. on Broadway. He said, I don't have this Grey's Anatomy She's check no pissed. more. She's pissed. Like, you should have kept that motherfucking job. Listen to me. And, and, and uh, you know, this would be different if this was like a leaked video. I would feel bad. Like, oh no, invasion of privacy. But you on Broadway with your dick out, so I feel like I could talk about it. I have had, I've had penis like that in my life. Shout out, penis like that will ruin your fucking lives, ladies. You don't want that. And and I have to be honest, the person who I had it from was fine like that in my eyes, not Mm. light skin fine. He was milk that fine, and in my eyes and many a eye. Mm -hmm. And I will say that I will never forget calling him out on something and we were being playful about it but i remember being like you do xyz and that's not cool and him looking him standing up and looking at me the way party looked down at meg and said but i got a big dick though and i was like this is you should have ran away you should have i should have ran right the fuck well. then because he knew he's the well. power i'm gonna be in trouble that he wielded sorcerer he's slaying say, wow the power that he's slaying listen Listen, just just an anatomy. Save your motherfucking selves. If you get with a man who is fine, 
talented. Talking about black women are queens and his dick is big. No, just run. He's finna ruin your fucking life. Something has to be off. I keep telling y'all, you need a little ugly in your man. You need a little ugly in your man. Jesse Williams, I don't know what's going on over there, but it's too much of a good thing in one person. I don't trust it. I know he's all articulate too. He's all I feel like you out here delivering he speeches here trying at to BET. find his passion and purpose, not running after a dollar. <laughs> right. I'm like, this is too much. You really want to be like a real actor? That scene probably wasn't even necessary. Play? He was like, all right, I'll, how about this? No, this I'll is just a, be on the pretend I'm in the no, shower. This play is a remake. This is an old play. This isn't something like somebody wrote and just put him in. Like he, this is a revered play. Why has like, the public and he's playing about a gay since... man in it? Oh, mm, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like he's about this afterlife and fine, and then walks and runs around Brooklyn really like unassuming, and like a fucking v-neck t-shirt don't let at a me tie see him. Spot. i'm gonna say something dumb don't let me see him and now have one drink i'm gonna be like, like hi i really like the way your penis swung from your inner thigh to the other inner thigh <laughs> and i'd like it to swing around in my throat no sorry. oh i would <laughs> like it to hit my what's that thing called <laughs> what was the thing my cardi was like that little no, thingy thing that's swinging it back i, I can't know, stand as well no scientific Nothing. name Anyway, but this is no, this is the sign. If, if listen, ladies, this is truly the sign you, you were looking for. If your man has all these things, you can, or your woman, if she, if she just got everything. No, it doesn't apply to women. Stop playing. (laughs) See, that's your problem. That what did we discover last week? Women are actually worse. (laughs) These lesbian relationships are Mm -mm. actually more toxic. You still haven't. No accepted it and oh. every you know what people are tweeting and you're not on twitter but they're tweeting about that <laughs> laughing like this is so cute how shanti thought the lesbians weren't toxic i just know the social like, justice Me and my girlfriend be fucking at each other up I that is tr- problematic I know, and terrible is, but no women can have it all and be all men not so much especially light-skinned men with green eyes you know that nigga fucked light-skinned up, like. men with green eyes who harry belafonte like speaking of a light-skinned run. man does i feel like drake has a wig on i don't think those are his braids <laughs> i think it's a wig and i want him to stop because it's ridiculous when did he grow no that hair out? He got hang time and everything. He been growing that hair out. No, girl. He been doing it and it's uh-uh. irritating. It's a wig. Every time I see it. He got a lace front it. on. These and girls love it. He's weird enough to have a lace front. I believe it's not real <laughs> and it's not right. I could see Drake having a lace front. Yes, I think it is. He's strange. But I he, would like to see Drake in a play. But apparently Drake is, is packing out. too. Apparently Drake know, got that thing thing too. But Drake, that makes sense because he don't have it all. To, he's not the full package. Drake is weird looking. Nobody's going to convince me that he's not. And he is just weird. He has Aaliyah twice on his body with Sade, with his dad, with his mom, with other with with Lil Wayne, like other random people. <laughs> Something's wrong with him. And so that's how you know, like, okay, you know, maybe Drake will one day be safe. No, I don't think so. Let me tell you something, though. And I'm going to say this again. Y'all say what you want to. It's the skinny niggas with the locks. Child. That are putting it down. 
If he has the legs of a nine-year-old boy, <laughs> the more undeveloped his motherfucking calf. <laughs> Watch out Woo! now. Watch Shout out. Shout out to the homies. Shout out to the homies we know with the Negroes with the locks, the skinny Negroes with the locks. They got to be and skinny. Ne- they got to be skinny. Calves got Not to be meaty. undeveloped. Not the meaty lock. No. Bones. We talking about the No, I mean their body has to be skinny. They yes. have to have undeveloped calves. Underdeveloped chests? Yeah. <laughs> calves, <laughs> forearms, all of it. They underdeveloped. But, like you, they... but the forearms got to be veiny. Yeah. <clears throat> they do have the veiny forearms. Mm-hmm. And then look at Erica Badu. In case they got to be brown skinned too. Light skinned. <laughs> they got to be brown skinned. It skin. doesn't count. They got to be light skinned. But Erica Badu. That thing, girl, I know, I don't know he what is. This, girl, she is is purring. She just purrs. You just she just <laughs> looks she? like she's just purring. Oh, she loves him. I love that for her. I love it for him. Shout and he cool as a cucumber. He ain't hype either. He ain't hype at all. He be like, all right, chill, bitch. You like chill? I'm making yeah. my fucking mediocre beats, bitch. I'm working on my mixtape <laughs> to drop. <laughs> Oh, Erica go curse us out. Don't, I, I don't want to say too much. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, pop culture, and this is hot shit, the God, Kendrick. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. <sighs> Kendrick Lamar gave us the heart. Part five. What's it called? The heart part five? Mm-hmm. He is just a brilliant. I don't know what the hell's. I, I just don't know what he does all day i think that he's just sits there and and observes humanity and tries to figure out how to how to plead with it to be better yeah with his art i feel like he is a um, reincarnated tupac they say that but i feel like he's really doing what tupac was too fucking hot to do Tupac just couldn't get it together just just he's like ah too much of a Gemini he's he's an evolved Gemini this Kendrick I don't know him personally but when it comes is Kendrick to his, a Gemini all the best rappers are Gemini's girl what's in your hands that you're fiddling with because oh it's loud um yes he's a Gemini wow and he's also a father now so I think that makes a big difference but if y'all have not heard this track, and especially this is something, I think this is one of those tracks where you need to watch the video. He he morphs into Juicy Smoulier, OJ Simpson, Kanye West, Kobe Bryant, and Will Smith, and Nipsey. Oh, Nipsey at the end. And Col- Oh, yeah, you said Kobe. But yeah. um, at different parts of the song to really drive the message forward. And what is the message? I I think it's to humanize people. Even the way that he was rapping the song in the video, it looks he has these eyes of a of a young boy. Like you can see young Kendrick in him, and I just wanted to hold him. And it ju- it just it's like he's transforming himself into these people to be like, yeah, you know me as this, but like this is really what my mm-hmm internal you know dialogue is this is really what's brewing inside of me and what I'm dealing with and why I'm acting the way I'm acting 
And he's um, talking about the relationship between the culture and like the impact mm-hmm. that these people have made on the culture and just that weird relationship as well, how that shit can eat you up and spit you out and also how it people are so attached to. Yeah. Just I was just observing my own personal reactions when all of the faces came up and being like, mm-hmm. Word, wow. Right. What do, what do you immediately think mm-hmm. of? I oh, also th- Will Smith's I, the most. I don't know why that was just like, oh. Yeah. But I also think it's really incredible the sample. Mm-hmm. Like that Marvin Gaye, I want you and I want you to want me too. Mm-hmm. Just replaying over and over. It's like, that's it. That's the human experience. When it When it boils down to everything else, it boils down to love and being seen and being accepted and being you know you nobody wants to feel alone mm-hmm. even though they might you know do things that where society where they either self isolate or society isolates them or whatever the case is nobody wants that i'm so, so excited for his album i'm so excited and that's a performing ass nigga don't know it can't nobody perform that nigga be acting he even contorting his body yeah. i said oh yes. stop Get it. He's brilliant. You know he's writing something, right? He's writing a, a, a some sort of show. I forget. I talked about it on See the Thing Is with Mandy and Bridget, but I it was some so. kind of very weird concept about like a white slave owner, and I don't know. Uh-oh. The premise felt like, uh-oh. But I was like, if there's anybody I trust with it, it's him. So we'll see. But y'all need to check out Kung Fu Kenny. And Kung Fu Kenny, we are praying for you, King. Do we have to mention this one you want to go you just yeah. skip it yeah i think it's hilarious but okay Chappelle oh we'll go to this one because we have to um over the weekend Trout. was it the weekend i think my friend texted me and was like yo kevin samuels is dead and i was like really oh and i was just kind of <laughs> sat there I'm not trying to be funny because somebody's dead. I'm really not. But I sat there and got concerned with myself because I think he said it best. I felt so indifferent. And then I really sat and thought about it and was like, oh, man, the only thing I feel is bad for him. And not because he's, I mean, obviously because he's dead. But I felt so bad for him that I feel like he left here without ever receiving and understanding the love that he really wanted. Um, and it was it was interesting to see how social media responded. And just personal, personal friends of mine who don't hold back. But I was disappointed to see how many outlets and people, personal people that I knew were like, oh, well, you know. He's somebody who was just out, really outspoken. You didn't always like what he had to say, but at the end of the day, he was trying to mend the relationship between the black man and the black woman. I was like, the fuck? No, he wasn't. <laughs> I don't agree. And I just feel like we can mourn somebody and be sad that somebody died without having to change the narrative around who they were. But I also recognize, too, that to some people, uh, some people he was that, he, though. Some people he was, which to me is wildly dangerous. But um, I wasn't celebrating that he died. I did see that. And I was like, that's unfortunate because he's got like family. And I was sad to see that his mother found out on social media 
which must have been horrific. But yeah, he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. And now they're releasing the 911 call that the young woman who, she don't even really know this man. She, poor thing. She went on a date with him and then went back home with him. And she happened to be a nurse. And he was said he was dealing with, his chest was hurting and he fell on top of her. And in the in the call, you can hear her saying like, you know, that she needed the, whatever that machine is, the, like to shock your heart. She was like, he's turning blue. He's not going to make it. Like somebody, I need this. And pleading and he died. But it's crazy because he's on the next episode of Atlanta. That's so. Have you been? Have you caught up on? I have not caught. You gonna gonna catch up on this by the weekend? Yes, I will. I have it in my head that I'm every night. I have to watch it. The the it's a very spooky season. That's all I'm gonna say. And the fact that the next episode that airs is he's on it. Yes, it's featuring him. Is just like. Wow, it's 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 so in alignment with the the theme of the actual show that it's almost it's uncanny. It's uncanny. Wow. Y'all. Speaking of Atlanta, we're going to be talking about Atlanta soon, y'all. I can't with wait. I have so much to Special guest say. Asante. Hey Asante. Um yeah, but I feel I I was more so like you like to say that you observe your response and your behavior and I was more so observing myself and was shocked at how indifferent I was and a little disappointed to like, all right, girl, are you an awful person? Or are you like, I don't know. It just felt weird to me that. I mean, I, th- I think I felt the same response when I find out somebody I don't know dies. It's, it's death is always okay. like an eerie thing. Like, damn, he's really gone. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like, ah, that's what he gets. Nor yeah, because I, like, I think too we didn't really follow him like that. Yeah, I think the only time that I really, I really was introduced to him when I was on Bridget and Mandy's show. See, the thing is, and they he was a topic because he was coming for them. He was. He yeah, did. He came, he, he came for them like he he subdissed them in one thing. Um. High value. That was his thing. High value man. Child. Girl high by. value women. Please don't say that. Child. Like me can't. Um, anyway. But uh, yeah. Moving right along. Um, very different news. <laughs> Politics. Have you been following this officer? <laughs> I've, I've, I saw it, but I have no, I'm interested for you to share the meat and potatoes okay, of this. So today I just saw that they finally caught them. <gasps> oh. And it's sad. It's sad because she is in the hospital with a self-inflicted gun wound to the head. Oh, this was a wild, this was a lifetime dramatic. Yes, this is definitely going to be a lifetime movie. Oh, but this is deep. another thing where I was watching this and I was thinking like, yo, I thought about me. <laughs> Like me, like ten years ago, and how my dumbass Mike could have done some stupid shit like this in the name of love, and it made me so mad. So this is to all the ride or die chicks: don't be a ride or die chick. The dating pool is not that bad, or maybe it is. But Vicky White, fifty six, no relation to inmate Casey White, thirty eight, and apparently this dude is like six nine, like something ridiculous. Like, you can spot him. Um, She and he 
ran off together and what people are believing at first they thought that he abducted her and then they were they were realizing like hold up vicky had submitted her retirement papers right before she her mysterious disappearance she sold her house for only ninety thousand dollars i said baby girl girl that not, is in not this market, market value <laughs> <laughs> that's around the way arithmetic baby girl that ain't it now for ninety thousand dollars and then emptied out all her accounts trying to go under the off the grid Listen, and so she <laughs> stop and so she and he ran away um before escaping inmate casey white the man was serving 75 years for a series of crimes um including home invasion carjacking and a police chase and then according to the u.s marshals he also faced two counts of capital murder for a stabbing death of a 59-year-old. So he was not the he best was, person. No. But inmates were saying that he always got special treatment from her, that there was definitely like energy. Taking her down. So somehow this man, and you know what? Criminals, I feel like criminals are some of the most charming and tricky people. And that's why they're good criminals. And so somehow this tricky little man, big ass man, wooed this older woman. And maybe she was that old, but okay. No, I'm saying he's 38. So she's older than him is what I'm saying. Um, And who knows? Who knows? Maybe she enticed him. Who Mm, knows? We don't know. But all I know is they took off, child. (laughs) And they was not even gone that long. They was on the run. (laughs) I have been watching this and every day more and more details were coming out. Like, oh, well, we realized that she just sold her house. And they're like, oh, well, we realized her bank accounts are empty. Oh, wait a minute. The car that we just found, she actually rented. And then they, girl, they rented a car and spray painted an entire car to make it another color. I said, wow. It <laughs> <laughs> just is given. There's it's just giving so, queen and slim. It's giving it's just, queen and slim. Right. There's she just said, Let so me go much get my boots and a dress this. on. Now let's go. Yo, I, <laughs> I just see this on Lifetime, and I just, I just, I just want women, all the women out there, to know that like you don't have to do this. And 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 I was really thinking long and hard. Like no, no, I would not break an inmate out of jail. And try Listen. to be with him. But what are the other desperate things we have done that we know is against our best interest, but we do it in the name of love? Because it's trash out here. You don't know because you're in a relationship with an artsy bull that's nice to you. He makes you bad chicken. No, he normally makes good let you kid, <laughs> chicken. Nobody saying, at like, him. Don't bring this up. He, he normally makes good makes really chicken. Good Sometimes chicken. he makes bad chicken. Y'all love each other. It works out. Y'all come see Basquiat things together. It's very beautiful. But the rest of us are out here struggling. Girl. The rest of us are breaking people out of jail. Listen. Spray painting cars. <laughs> selling our homes for $90,000. Tinder Damn, swindler. Vicky, she was at the Taking end out of, loans. Stable. She's just on the edge of stability. A pension. She was about he to retire. And apparently, alive. what's really sad, and we're joking, but like, she... This self-inflicted gun wound is really sad. That's the I saddest guess when part. they found her, yeah. she probably realized, like, oh, my God. I, a corrections officer? I can't go to jail. Mm. Imagine that. I hope that she 
gets help. Vicky, but I don't know. Vicky oh. might have been alive, though. He might have made her feel alive. Vicky was like, there's no other way I want to go out. V- Vicky was making her choices, baby. Vicky, Vicky's <laughs> listen. She said, "Why? what am I doing? What, I think I'm just going to live in a retirement home? Get a check? She That's not life. To, she's this can't 50 be fucking life. sick. She don't need to live in a retirement home yet. Still, she she's I don't like, know. this can't be life. I want to get on the edge. KC gives me life. We about to do Casey drugs together. KC is about to get her life, okay? Because <laughs> was like, Vicky, hey, yo. Yeah, they found him in like Indiana or real shit. quick. Anyway, um, let's pray for her. I don't know, Where's but you know at? what else though? Should we? Because then I got mad the other night and I was like, Vicky White, she is a white woman, but they even she did all this shit and she was still the victim. I was like, if this was a black woman who would have a black black corrections officer who would have, I don't know, snuck out Pookie and them. How Pookie and they them. would be like she, she would be not the victim here. Oh, are they like, ma- uh, the narrative is that she's the victim? Oh, the narrative is poor Vicky. We're worried about her safety. We don't know how he Child. how he ma- manipulated her and brainwashed her. Meanwhile. And, you know, we, we think that he is um, armed and dangerous. So if you see them, please. Like, yeah, the narrative was like they still need to protect this woman who was taken advantage of by this awful man. Racism is always going to prevail, child. Racism is... Child. Keisha, don't do that, girl. Keisha would have been a worldwide manhunt for Keisha and yes. Pookie. Anyway, child. he would have had seventy five years for like stealing a book bag or some shit, something dumb. This nigga done did a bajillion things. Anyway, child, we'll get us started. We have tree voicemails, good people, and we are going to play them now. This always gives me anxiety. Hey, Antoinette and Shanti. I'm just calling because I just started really listening to y'all. I think I found y'all like a couple years ago. And um, I like the podcast, but now like I've just gotten really into it. And y'all are so funny. I love y'all. Y'all be having me cracking up. And when Shanti was talking about on a previous episode, I don't even know what year it was from when she was talking about her neighbors fighting and arguing. That made me laugh so hard because my neighbors are the same way and it's to the point where I'm like let me call the police (laughs) and it's scary because it's like internet the same way you think how some like you y'all start on a topic that's really light and then all of a sudden like internet you start thinking like so in depth about something it's the same way because I'm like I'm literally witnessing like domestic violence on both ends and like I'm not doing what I need to be doing to help them, but then it's also, like, not my place to be helping. So it's, like, domestic violence really affects, like, people who aren't even in the relationship. And that just made me think of y'all because Shanti had me cracking up because her neighbors be fighting like mine, and then Antoinette be coming with, like, that's domestic violence. And then you're sitting there like, oh, crap, it is, like, Am I responsible? Do I need to be stepping up and doing something? But anyway, I just love y'all. Keep doing what y'all doing. And y'all are amazing. So God bless. And this is Avery, by the way. Have a good day. Bye. Domestic violence is not funny. It is not funny. And I should be doing something, but... You might could get jumped. 
I might could it's that's tricky. It that is, I think we need to have a serious conversation about it because that it get they child she keep coming that's, back and they beat no. each other up and it's like it's like they're fighting. It's like a consensual fight versus one person. I hear one person constantly being. They both like I don't know who if the cops came I wouldn't know who to say is is the antagonist and the one that's getting their butt beat like because they both one person went to fight one day another person went one person be out in the street crying calling another person it's but that's why I said if you ever see either one of them alone to just say hey are you okay and that's it that might be enough are you okay that, just I real will do that calm. Are you okay? I will do that. And you don't have to say why. And if they say like why, I'd be like, no, I'm just checking on you. You don't you don't have to say like what it is. Like, well, I hear that you guys are upstairs fighting all the time and I'm concerned. You could just say, I just wanna I just wanna check on you. If you ever need anything, I'm right downstairs. Upstairs. And also oh, I don't want to get dragged. I like I, I don't want to be dragged into that shenanigans. But I will say that. I will. I'll say if you need anything. <laughs> Yeah, if you need anything, maybe you could open the door, let them let her hide out, and then be like, "Listen, you gotta get out of my house. I'm gonna call the cops. I gotta work this out. I don't no, know." No, not in the heat of that, because it get cra- it gets crazy. It get crazy. <laughs> I've never heard it. What's so crazy is if I were, I've heard them beat banging on the door to let each other in when they forget the keys. That shit is retarded. And it's right near JoJo's room, and JoJo be on her tablet. She'd be like. Un- just she's like her the, the voices comfort me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, she didn't. No, I'm like, are we okay? Give that okay? little girl a a sister, a brother, or something, please. That's she's the like, people. I'm like, they fighting again. She's like, oh yeah. She's so, she's at this point. Uh, That's but, scary. Because it, it escalates. Because it's just regular fighting, but then they have blowout events. Anyway, domestic violence is not funny. It's something we have yet to talk about and discuss and. We should. I don't feel equipped. I to feel talk like about the that. well. I feel like the community should folks that are equipped with it, who have experienced it, or have, yeah. Should, yeah, we got. We would have to have. Somebody we would need on. somebody to tell us how the community can respond to these things because it's such a, a such a fragile topic. You never know, and if you constantly see this the person coming back, it's like all right. It's like drug use. At some point, you have to make this decision for yourself because otherwise, you just everybody's entangled. But well, try the tricky. Tr- just for now, just try. The, are you okay? That's okay, good. That's good. I will it. say that. I will say that. Real right? quiet. All right, we have another one. Hi, Shanti. Hi, Antoinette. Um, I am a first-time listener, well, long-time listener, first-time caller, um, but I just listened to y'all's last episode um, called uh, Tight Grip, and uh, first of all, I wanted to say that I did see uh, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once last weekend with my sibling. Wonderful movie. Um, I thought it was, like, very healing on a spiritual level. Uh and the main thing that I got about it, uh, especially with the mom being the realist, the dad being the optimist, and the uh, daughter being the pessimist, like, that shows us that we need balance. But um, the main thing that I got out of it was um, nothing matters. And what I mean by that is that nothing, like, nobody's opinions matter. Our success is is fake. Our 
um, our drive, everything like that is, it, it doesn't matter. But so long as, but what does matter is the connection to self, the connection to nature and the connection that we have with others, like our families and our loved ones and stuff. That's the real stuff that matters. Everything else, um, are just, you know, distractions. Um, secondly, I wanted to say to Antoinette that, um, my therapist has actually been working with me on shame and, uh, she tells me that shame, um, is a two-way street until we decided to do, or we learned how to do shame ourselves or something like that. It's a Brene Brown quote, but, um, that speaks to how parents, our parents, you know, maybe unintentionally shame us in their development. And I do agree with y'all that, um, maybe parenting has to come from a loving place, a curious place and not so much of a shameful place, you know, placing shame and pressure on your children to be the beings that you want them to be. Like they're already their own beings. Your, our job is just to guide them. Right. So anyway, this is, I feel like I'm talking a lot. So, uh, love you guys. Uh, love you guys. And thank y'all. Bye. The way that person just wrapped up and deepened my understanding of everything everywhere is all at once was just chef's kiss. Thank you for that. Yes. I didn't connect the opt the optimist, the pessimist, and the realist. I didn't connect oh, those really? archetypes. I, I mean, didn't say it in those terms, but I saw it. You saw it. I though. saw it, but like to to for to, to, to hear give it those like words that. to it, it's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm. Yeah. I also like, um, thank you for talking about shame. Cause I'm telling you, baby, shame is tricky. Shame. Especially when I still stand by the fact that getting shame work, keeping my dumb ass exactly. out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So tricky over here. I think you got to know your kid. My dad was like, mm, shame's going to work with this one. She'll work it out later. Ooh, keep kicking this mic. She'll work it out later. And your kid's going to have to unpack something, right? I'm not a mom, but like everybody's a little fucked up. Rather unpack shame than, I don't know, a squandered life. Sorry. Um, wow. <laughs> see? Did shame. you understand? Did you see did what you just see happened there? Did you see the movie? Or? Okay. <laughs> I did see the movie. Right. I'm still unpacking it, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, we have one more. I'm going to play this oh, one. Oh, three. Wow, three. y'all calling. Let me tell you something how we have more than that. Wow. But we can't play Hot all of them. Blame. We have one, two, three additional ones, but we will get to them next week. So we're going to play this one. Hi, Antoinette and Santi. My name is Nicole. I'm a new listener, so I've been binging you guys for for the last week. I just got done listening to Eating Ass and They Kill You, um, and I agree. That E. coli is uh, just an accident waiting to happen. I would like to hear y'all's take on cereal. Personally, my favorite cereal is Captain Crunch on Fuck With Crunch Berries. I think that they were being real disrespectful when they added that to, to my cereal. Um, I actually don't like any fruity cereal. Keep Fruit Loose, Tricks. All of that shit away from me. Um, I really enjoy you guys. Keep up the good work. And I uh, hope to hear from y'all soon. 
I, nah, Nicole is funny. Let <laughs> me just say something. I just made another connection and how important it is in randomness, right? The fact that that person called and <laughs> said that made my day. And that was the most random thing. So <laughs> stepping out the box, doing shit you never done before even though it may be weird, is life. I love that that's the question. <laughs> I also can't disagree. I see that you, of course, you agree. I cannot, I loved Crunch Berries and I love the berries in it. I love Captain Crunch Berries and I loved when they had only the berries. I was Remember deprived, when they had only the berries? Yeah, I was deprived of all sugar cereal. So any cereal that has sugar in it, I was with the shit. So wait, 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 wait. You've never had Captain Crunch Berries? I did, but but I only when I went to my friend's house. So I didn't care what they had. I was like, yo, this is delicious, and I want seven <laughs> bowls of it. <laughs> my favorite would, is Cinnamon Toast uh, Crunch and Honeycombs mm. are my oh, jams. Oh, no. Honeycombs? Oh, I love Honeycombs. I love Smacks, too. Because I, I can't do uh, things that are too sweet. They're sweet. Smacks is banging. That frog. I used to love a Lucky Charm. Mm-mm. See, you like that marshmallow and shit. No. But the Lucky Charm had the grain and the marshmallow. So, like, it wasn't all sweet. I hate. Don't put a tricks near me. Love I tricks. hate tricks. That is way too sweet. You talk about showing oh, like tricks. Sweet. I don't like tricks. What's the other one that was the corn balls? Oh, fruit. F- fruity pebbles, I hate. I actually don't know what tricks is. Okay. Tricks are for kids. Silly rabbit. Fruity pebbles kids. is the one that I want to kill. My favorite cereal, and this is going to sound really, <laughs> probably, this gluten free Chex, cinnamon Chex. This shit is so I good. You, I have three boxes is banging. of it. Chex is banging. But the gluten free cinnamon one, have when you had that? The what? Stop it bitch, up. You taking Girl. the words out of. Ooh, you taking it the words out of my mouth. It only gets better. It only gets better. Baby, with the way that checks will hold that almond milk. <laughs> it's like. And then you bite and it's like. But the thing about the checks is. <laughs> Not the sound effect. I'm serious. The thing about the checks is, I've learned what you do is, Shani, you pour a little milk and then you eat and then you pour a little more because it oh. won't. When that check starts to soften and it doesn't have the crunch that oh, you really like want it. i love it no i know what you do you just eat it real fucking fast to make sure you have yeah like i do everything because <laughs> I, I have an eating do. disorder yeah <laughs> I, I know, know you i've do. never seen anything cold or soggy because that shit's gone <laughs> it's gone but checks babe that's y'all go out and buy gluten-free cinnamon checks that shit is delicious on greek yogurt that's a snack for me now like a dessert, I'll get vanilla Greek yogurt and I will put that checks on it, like a granola. Delicious. But I will also fuck up a crunch berry. Their kids, those kind of cereals for breakfast is. <sighs> we crazy. we would have that, but that was like a real. I don't know. We must have did something right because we we didn't have like crunch berries. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. 
Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And stuff often, like my dad and mom weren't playing that, but we did have it. And I think it was because my dad was a wee head. It was like, this shit is delicious. <laughs> All right, and when you Please. high or hung, or it's a midnight snack. Ooh, nope. cereal. We had shredded wheat, child. We had shredded wheat with no <laughs> frosted. That shit was slapped though, because when that shredded wheat gets all sopped up by the milk, it's disgusting, Shati. That is that not shit it. bangs. It is it's good. It gives you good That's poops too. The worst hot. Oh my god. All right. Well, if you have any questions for us, I love please that. Give us a call at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. And then I was bad and I didn't write this down but I would like to shout out all the new patrons we have Anna we have Naima W we have I don't know if Joy yep we have Joy B we have Autumn we have Brittany J we have Christina J and that is all for this week so shout out to you thank you for supporting us if you are not yet a member of our Patreon, please be sure to join us on Patreon so you can see our lovely faces and our ridiculous facial expressions as we record these episodes. You'll also get um, (laughs) additional um, content where we don't break during our break, so we continue to talk. And then we also usually stay on for quite a bit after the episode. In addition, I will be filming some extra Patreon content next week with Mandy B. So be sure to check that out. I don't know. I think it's time for a break, Sheila. After these messages, we'll be right back. Boop. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And we are back. So you could probably guess <clears throat> I prefaced the beginning of this episode with I'm really angry about politics, but we will get into that later. Originally, this was on the uh, the outline as part of politics as usual, but I have proceeded to write about 15 paragraphs on it. So it's giving main topic. And of course, I'm talking about the draft opinion that was leaked um, from the Supreme Court concerning Roe versus Wade. Shanti, I would like to know first, before I get on my soapbox, what your thoughts are on this draft opinion, how you feel, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think I have, like most people have, you know, we were just born into that being a constitutional right that like I I felt like it was never in my lifetime something that I would witness being possibly threatened and so it was like what so I was I was a bit shocked um I've been listening to some podcasts about it the daily and just getting a little bit more clarity as to what the that means and how that happened and of course who would affect um and just just listening to to both sides of it and yeah just feeling I don't know how I feel about it I mean I, f I feel of course I feel disturbed and I feel um I feel like action needs to be taken to to stop it and as well as what the consequence is when this it, but and, and listening to the the language around why it was made a constitutional right to then having it be taken away feels really really blurry and like a thin line and of course just a matter of opinion and depending on your often like religious or your views around when life starts you know all of all of these really really nuanced and personal things it just it feels like it feels like something that it will always be an issue and will always be that either side is going to be fighting for so I think maybe it was naive to think in the first place that it wasn't um, at risk. And now it's just like, all right, we got to tip it back over to the other side. Um, I think that it wasn't, it didn't happen unlawfully. I think a lot of people are under the opinion that this is some kind of side swipe or like the rug was pulled from us, but you know, this is, this is how politics works. And I think what was really interesting when I was listening to The Daily, they were saying that this is actually 
revealing how politics are now basically being in, infiltrating and influencing the law. You know what I mean? And most times it was like, oh, this is just, this is, this is just like, you know, the the law is not to be swayed or influenced by either party's value, so to speak. But we're Mm -hmm. seeing that, no, it's, it's, it's not separable and we're seeing how easily it can be swayed. Um, Yeah, it, it just, everything feels, everything just feels really fragile in this moment. Everything in politics and, and like it's unraveling. So, here we go, child. Here we I go. I think for me, my immediate response was anger. I was really angry. And I was angry at, of course, I always go to, you know, I. it's similar to what you said, how when you're born into certain rights and privileges, you don't realize how fragile they are. And so I feel, I felt like, you know, I've been beating this drum for a long time. And, you know, on this podcast, if you're a long time listener, you know, I'm always like, vote, vote. It's important. Um, and I'm not under, you know, even, even I saw in the stories how like, you know, you posted that thing about the democratic party and how it kind of goes in circles and circles. And it bothered me. I'll be completely honest. It bothered me a lot because I felt like it's that type of thinking and that type of kind of sideline approach of like, oh, I'm just going to watch the circus approach is like how we wound up here. And so I was really angry. um, And I was thinking back to, you know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about this, but I feel like a lot of people don't even understand the judicial system enough to understand the role that they played in it and play in it, including myself, um, that basically the Supreme Court, they are the law of the land and the people who elect Supreme Court justices are, you know, Congress. It's not the people. So it's so important for us to be really activated in local elections and to really hold our governors, especially now, and our state senators, their feet to the fucking fire. But we take this sideline approach of the machine is broken, so I'm not going to participate. It doesn't matter. It's a joke. And here we are. It ain't funny no more. And so um, I thought about Trump even being able to be elected, despite the fact that <laughs> considering how many people didn't vote and that was like, or voted like, I forget who the other person was, like just didn't want to vote for Hillary because they felt like they didn't like the candidates. But the, the truth of the matter is Trump got three conservative justices on the court appointed. And that is what's swaying this now. And this is something that we're gonna live with for generations because some of those justices are young as hell. And and to to not understand the the how serious that is, it makes me so angry. So then I started to go into the opinion, and I was like, okay, I, I want to understand what what 
what Justice Alito, Justice Alito is the one who drafted the opinion under the direction of Clarence Kuhn Thomas. And the draft opinion is founded on the argument that the Constitution, quote, makes no reference to abortion and no such right is implicitly protected by any such constitutional provision, unquote. So true, abortion is not literally named in the constitution. That wasn't like something that the fucking forefathers were thinking about. But you know what I know what else is not named in the constitution? Women, black, brown people. That's why you have amendments. And to put it into perspective, like Roe versus Wade, when it was passed, a year after it was passed was when women were actually even able to have a credit card without her husband's signature. So it's like, there's no provision in the Constitution for that either. What's in the Constitution is the 14th Amendment. It states that no one can be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. And so the concept of liberty is really central to the protection of Roe versus Wade. That is where it's this gray area of like, well, how do we define liberty? And, you know, you have people trying to say that this isn't, that this isn't about woman's liberty. And I'm like, that is fucking insane. That's, to me, that's absolutely crazy. And so what's going to happen now, if, if this is overturned on a federal level, that means that states will have the power to determine abortion laws. And um, this is really interesting right now, too, because, you know, midterm elections are coming up. So Republicans are freaking out and they want it to be they want the story to be to be about who leaked this document, because that is unprecedented. That has never happened with the Supreme Court. It's just showing, like you said, the Supreme Court is now politicized, which people have been complaining about for a while. But it is. I mean people, there's conservative justices, there's liberal justices, come on. But so now it's like these midterm elections are shaping up where now this is what the liberals are, are, this is their, like, they were searching for something to campaign on, right? Because the economy's down, you got this fucking war raging, inflation's up, it's getting tricky for Joe. Now they're like, we got something to run on. The Republicans don't want them to have that to run on. And they're also fighting within their own party. And this is the scariest part is that a lot of Republicans are fighting over the details of what this, what, what the states should, what their abortion laws should even choose. What we do know is that 20 states right now have trigger laws in place, meaning if that federal right to choose to have an abortion or not, is now taken away from women, their laws are triggered to go into place. Already, Arkansas is one of the states that has a full-blown ban on abortion, triggered and ready to go. There's no exception for a mother's life. So atopic, is that what it's called? A topic, what is it called when it's Mm -hmm. in your tube? A topic pregnancy, rape, incest, none of that matters. You, going, you cannot abort the baby. Other states have less strict rules, but they basically, you can only have it within three weeks or shit like that. Like it's wild. Or some states just only if you've been raped 
and only if you can prove rape, which is another tricky thing, because half the time you can't. By the time you prove rape, then what? You're six months down the line, and what? Are you like, now you can't have an abortion. So what's happening now is that the fear is that this is really going to affect um, women and men who are not able, who do not have the financial means to travel to a state that is upholding a woman's right to choose. This is going to affect the poor and the minority communities the most. Also, states are putting in putting laws into place where they are saying, if you travel to another state and a doctor gives you an abortion and you are out of state resident, that doctor can be sued and imprisoned Wow! under my laws. They are banning birth control. Oh, excuse me, the, the plan B pill. They're banning that in certain places. So well, this ban- is a, they're banning the selling the, 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 Oh, across ways state in lines. which you can, yeah, the ways you can yeah, sell it. They, it want, be... they are saying that you have to come in and see a physician and the physician has to administer it, mm-hmm. which again affects poor minority communities. If you cannot get to a physician, if you do not have a physician, how does that work? If you do not have health coverage, how does that work? Being able to go to CVS and get something for 35 40 $45 is much more feasible. So there are also conversations within the Republican Party around birth control and what types of birth control should be allowed. This is a full-blown attack, not just on abortion, but on women and on women's health. And it can turn in to a full-blown attack on other rights that we never thought would be at risk. If you read the way that that reads, if we go back to it, the argument alone that abortion in the Constitution, there's no reference to abortion and no such right is implicitly protected by any such constitutional provision. The Constitution does not even name women. The Constitution does not name people of color. Again, that is why we have amendments. So that's when gay marriage now comes into play. There was one, and he walked it back, and I don't remember his name right now, but he was talking about, oh, maybe we should revisit Loving versus Virginia. That is the case where interracial marriage is allowed in this country. There are so many trickle-down implications of this, and I don't think it's just abortion and these people saying that, you know, that they're, they're just all about pro-life. If you are really about pro-life, then you will actually take care of the lives of these children after they are born. The Republican Party mm-hmm. does not do that. Once mm-hmm. a child is born, they don't give a fuck. They're not helping you with child care. They're not for food stamps. They're not for this. They're not for none of that. And to be really clear, I also want to say, and I'm on my soapbox, but I want to say that six out of 10 women who get abortion, they are already mothers. And their number one reason for getting an abortion is because they need to be able to provide for their other children. It, it, I, I just, there's so many different conversations to have around this, but 
I wanted to start off with those things because I need people to understand how important. And I un- like I get that the the voting system and the the politics in this country is fucking exhausting. I get it all. But what we have to realize is we are at a place where like this this these laws in certain states the same laws that the Taliban has. Like we're rescuing people from Afghanistan from this type of oppression and we're doing it here. Like, and and this is stuff that we can avoid. They would not try to suppress your vote if, if it didn't matter. It matters so much. So I'm imploring and begging this community that we have with this platform, I'm going to use this platform to beg people to please get activated and understand that these liberties that we've had, that we probably have taken for granted, are, are, they're never always going to be there. It, that, that is part of the privilege of being American. And that's part of the, that's part of, I think, the, the anger that I have with folks who kind of just are flippant and saying, well, that shit don't matter or politics is a fucking joke or it's not a fucking joke. It's very real. And so here we are, right? I, my like chest is pounding right now. I just, I understand the, the, I understand people who don't believe in abortion. I don't, I have never been pregnant in my life. Not that I know of anyway. I don't know what it is to make that decision to end a pregnancy. I have held women's hands while they've gotten abortions. I have had a pregnancy scare or two and been nervous but I've never made that decision. But the one thing that I do know is it was not made flippantly. It's a really, really hard decision that a woman makes. And I swear, I, I just, it, it has to be hers to make. And if you don't believe in abortion, that's fine. Don't ever get an abortion. To me, this is much more than just abortion. And to all the women, and I, and I actually have a couple on my timeline who are so happy that abortion might be, um, might be outlawed federally. I need them to just stop and consider that. And it's like, you can have your faith, you can have you know, your beliefs, but they are yours. And this is like so unfair. This is so dangerous. This is really terrifying. And we're headed down a very slippery slope. And I don't think that it's anybody else's fault, but our own in some ways. I think that the system is definitely rigged, but you know, I think that we looked at it for a long time as, you know, the house is there and maybe the paint is chipping, the fucking pipes are messed up, you know, the windows leak. But instead of saving it and trying to fix it, 
we're just going to let it burn. And now it's burning. And it's unfortunate. I don't know. But I, I have a really hard time with people who have, who have these really strong views on abortion. And you can have them, but they can be your, your own. Like, am I tripping with that? No, I, I think, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't know where you want to go with this because I don't, the, the idea of somebody else making decisions around your body and the autonomy of your body and the autonomy of your daughter's body, um, it does, it just is, if, if it's absurd it makes no sense whatsoever. And I don't know if that, if, the, if that's a period, right? Like the fact that a political power can decide what you can do with your body, whether you're Democrat or Republic, the very, the very function of politics in that way to me feels it feels absurd and i and this has to be overturned but it feels like these kinds of conversations and these kinds of um these political power moves are just going to be a constant issue depending on whatever the collective what's whatever is going on in the collective you know, collective world or lexicon of politics of like it goes this way, then it goes that way. But in my mind, the the very function of that, the very possibility of that feels absurd and something that should be discussed and something that should be constantly dissected and talked about in a public way and it gets confu it gets exhausting to people the idea that that voting doesn't matter is dismissive and it's not it's not um it 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 lacks context in a lot of ways but i feel like the sentiment that people have and the and the disappointment that people have and the confusion that people have with politics and the rhetoric and the urgency in which we're told to vote, but yet our quality of life collectively, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, is going down, feels like some, it feels dismissive just to say vote, and then, and then you have power in that. Vote in this very system that is absurd. And so I, I don't necessarily want to go into this long conversation, but that's that I've, I feel like that begs the attention as well as what levers need to be pulled to help marginalize and poor people. Because that's really if you're but a wealthy person and you have money, then and you're in a red state, then you're going to find a way around this. But it's exactly. like the poor black people who aren't voting, a lot of poor black folks, a lot of poor brown people aren't voting. And to sh shame them or be like, wake up when, again, folks are dealing with 
folks are dealing with the consequence of the inequity of this system, right? That isn't, is not always in our control. I think that's the narrative that we're told is like, oh, this system works if everybody is involved in it. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fucked up system that has benefited a certain type of person for, or not a certain type of person, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a fucked up system intentionally. And like, I don't disagree with that. But 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 then At it gets all. confusing because then you're like, oh, you the poor people have to vote, but the poor people are keeping their head above water, and then I, I've I've never I've never I've never and I want to correct myself I've never thought that it was easy, and just like a couple things you said that it's going to be this constant like flux of, you know what the, what there's always going to be something that that basically is calling us, there's going to be this swift, this shift of, you know, it's abortion now, it's this is that. You have to be actively engaged all the time. But the very like fact that's a, that... Let me finish real fast. And what I'm saying is I've never sat here and said that it is easy. I've never said that it's fair. I've never said any of those things. What I am saying, though, is that this is the system that we live in Unfortunately, and it is rigged against a certain community, a certain type of person. I I don't disagree with that at all. But again, that's the 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 paint is chipping. The fucking the 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 windows are are drafty, but the house is on fire. And sometimes you have to put the fucking house out or let it burn. It is not fair. I'm not sitting here. I would never sit here and say that. I'm not going to dismiss anybody's feelings and say that. What I am saying, though, that this is the reality. If you are not engaged in in that voting system, again, they would not suppress your vote if they if it wasn't dangerous for you to vote and then change some of the the ways in which the systems are rigged. I do believe that to be possible. I really do. I also feel like there has to be radical change, but I also feel like as this community is constantly trying to keep its head above water, some of the help can be that like simple shit like this is not on the table. Now, now it's up to your governor to decide whether what, what, what's going to be done, what, what you can choose to do with your body or not. Like, I get ridiculous. it. I get that. That just which makes is absolute, sense. Which is absolutely ridiculous. But what I'm That's saying absurd. is the original Roe v. Wade is saying no one has a right to tell you to do anything or not with your body. Leave it alone. And that was something absurd we walked around well. with and thought what we shouldn't even, the fact that we even have to have that law is ridiculous. I agree. But the fact, but that's how, you also have to think about it and it not just, I think it's dismissive to just say it's ridiculous. The fact that we even have to have that law, hey, a woman should have a right to choose whether or not she has a baby or not, should tell you the type of people that we're up against, the type of evil. Well, no, these are, these are, these are people that they're not all evil. These are people that this is their belief. This is the foundation of their lives, that life should 
prevail. That w- there shouldn't not, be an option to take away a life. I I wouldn't call them evil. It's I'm their not belief. okay. Evil is the wrong word. But the type of shit that you're up against, if you believe otherwise, what I Shanti, you and I are going to disagree until the cows come home when it comes to voting. We all know that. And when it comes to, and I'm not trying to preach to people who I, I'm real. I'm not, and I'm not trying to shame people. I'm trying to tell you how I felt and how angry I was. Because now this affects generations to come. This affects me. This is a, I think about all the people that actually fought to get this shit passed, how many sacrifices were made. And I really do, I don't think that it's just people who are trying, who didn't, who are not actively engaged in politics. I, I don't believe that it's only people who are trying to keep their head above water. I think that it's a lot of complicit and a lot of privileged and a lot of people who are American and they would never think that they that this would ever be the day. I think that there's a lot of time where people can engage and 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 know what the hell is going on around them and maybe get off Instagram and do it. If you really care, if you really want to make a difference, if you really hate this system that much and you really want to see it different for your kids and for your family and for the people after you, maybe get engaged a little bit. I understand the people who can't do, who just don't even have time to fucking do anything but survive. I'm not, I'm, I've, I'm not talking to them, but I have people in my life who don't know shit about shit, and it's just willful ignorance because they've never had to, they've never had to care about it, and now they're up in arms about this, and they're up in arms about this, saying, "Well, this is why the system's broke." You don't even vote. The, I, I know people that d- don't vote, that won't vote. And are engaged, but aren't engaged in local politics, but are engaged in building communities in which they support each other and make sure that their needs are met within the community and not connected to... So how do their to, needs get... I, that sounds great. How do their needs get met I mean, abortion, with this? abortion... Uh, can you answer that? How do their and, needs and abor- get met and with in, this? In the sense of abortion, that's a, that's a hard one to talk about because I'm not saying somebody should go to an alleyway or something, but this idea of people helping one another and taking care of each other, that's not being, doesn't require a law being passed or people agreeing that, yeah, kids, mothers should get extra income so that they can pay for food. I feel like for poor folks, for most communities, helping each other, supporting each other, providing daycare, providing food, providing, you know, medical things. No, these are people that are completely disengaged with politics, but their engagement is around community. And I I don't, I don't find them to be failures or I don't find them to be. I didn't never use the word failure once. What I'm saying is within this conversation, whether we like it or not, if you live in this country, there are certain laws that you have to abide by. I'm all for community you, and people sharing resources and making sure mothers have what they need. That is incredible. But that can't happen without this other thing. If there is a mother in that community or a woman in that community who now says, I'm pregnant, I need an abortion, and you live in a red state, what happens? What happens? You live in a red state that if you go and travel, you can be pers- you can be prosecuted. What happens now? 
You can't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I disagree with the idea that you can fully dis, you can just fully disengage and then exist within this country. Because again, in my eyes, we're not just talking about abortion. We're talking about all these other quote unquote realities that are really privileges. If you think, if you really think about it within this country that we've known to and grown up in abortion, birth control, Board versus education, like public schools. What's next? What is next? Yes, those communities can thrive and can do those things because other people have put laws in place to make sure that they are able to do that. And you might not agree with that. No, but you I think a lot of other communities before, the, these are what, 60, 70 years old? Like what, what were happening before all of that? People were banding together. Community was banding together. They had each other's black backs. So help me black understand. people still aren't even fucking taken care of or... You still haven't explained to me how this person gets an abortion if they need I it don't know in terms of an abortion. I don't know. A lot of... With all of the crowdsourcing and ways in which, how many times have I had people ask, "Can you d- donate to this person?" Can you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that that is the way to the only way to um, resist and to completely ignore the impact and the necessity of voting. But there are other people and there are other communities in which they aren't civically engaged in that way but are building communities so that they can support one another financially medically food wise they have each other's back because that type of that framework of support is not new that's that's all people have had until these laws came and support is great rights are a different thing is what i'm saying the basic rights that you and i have grown up enjoying and living are at risk right now the basic within right that for community abortion. i don't the basic it's right not for just for abortion because now this the way this language and this is what everyone is saying because they're scared the way this language is written is that because this is not implicitly in the constitution this means that states should be able to choose which means that that is a slippery slope. That is what people are saying. That is that is what the fear is here. It's not just abortion. It's it's everything now. Everything's on the table that was not in the Constitution. You can make an or you can use the same argument for everything. That is the fear. Well, what's so, then going to be the thing that needs to be discussed? Voting or the fact that white supremacy and class is the biggest issue. It's all together. What, what, I know, but what's going to be the change? thing that, that brings the root up, right? Because the root, there's a root to this. There's, there is something that is being fed. There is something that is pervasive that is, is, the, is, is, is creating these sprouts. White so, supremacy is upheld, Right. Like this law to me is going to affect black and brown women and men and families the most and poor. Right. And, and capitalist white supremacy wins with this law, this type of this ruling, they can, that's why that, that's why that language that's used in the leaked document is so scary because they they're they're not reading the liberty in the same way that everyone else is. That liberty is up for interpretation. And that is where the white supremacy 
comes into play. But what I am saying is there is a way to battle that within this system. If you have people who represent you that have your best interest in mind and actually have power to put amendments in place like Roe v. Wade, like Brown versus Board of Education, and build on that. What we are forgetting is this country is only, what, 200 and some years old? She's still a fucking baby. There's a whole lot more amendments that need to go into this Constitution. We don't have it all together. We think we do because we... Why does why is this the way that we think it has to be? That's so I, weird to I me. I am not why? saying that... Shanti, what is then what? Please tell me what you I, are going to do. That's what should be the different. conversation. That's what should be what what we're talking what, about. The fact that it was created, but it has to happen in the same way. You, the house is why? burning. Put that. It has to happen because the house is fucking burning. I don't. I, that's what I don't. I. That's what I don't understand. Why that has to be the law. Like that. Sure, that <sighs> makes sense. That's what we've been doing. But the fact that that is. The law, that that's how it has to be. That's how people, that's how um, change happens is by following the same bureaucratic system and keeping the same machine going, but with different fuel or different people pushing the buttons. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. The system is built on capitalism and white supremacy. That's the machine. That's what it's made to output that's all it can create. So no matter who's pressing the buttons or the the liberties that are given to folks, that's what it's going to produce. Whether the person that's pressing the buttons is not a, just, is allowed I, to have an abortion or not allowed to have an abortion, what we're producing there are some basic rights that some people want to keep while we figure this out is what I'm saying. The fact there are that some you basic think that fucking rights. The, the fact that that's what we're giving our power over to a fucked up machine to give me those basic rights means it's it not needs to be completely overturned. It needs to be completely overturned. Then, then it please, make sense to me. when you do this, I would love to know what your plan is. I would love I, to know what I your actual know. practical plan is. I don't know, is. but that because you're be not a saying anything. But it like, isn't. It, stuff. I think you're just I saying the obvious with no real. But there's a lot of people that are far more educated than I am, that have awesome... That's what Marxism is, right? It's like, this machine doesn't work. It needs to be overturned. You're laughing, but you're also perpetuating the same idea that this is the only option that we have. Why isn't it I'm within not a democratic... that. You're, you're saying that, and I'm not saying that. But you're saying I, I don't have any options. I'm not saying that this is the only... I, I don't. I'm saying I think that you should... don't come to this conversation with any practical way of, like, real uh, administering real change. I think you the real You talk about what the problems are, and I hear that, discussed. and I agree with you. This is what I think. I think the real issues that plague America and is going to ruin America, because that's where we're headed... And it's not Republicans that aren't going to do it. And it's not the lack of people voting is that we are blind to what this system and, and, and country is really about, what it's really committed to, We're not, what it's value. Yes, that is not 
on a pub when you, when you listen to the news when you oh, read the news things, I, thought, I thought you're talking about this community no like it's okay. not uh, we just now had a woke moment and white people couldn't handle that we just had a basic conversation that black people are treated unequally and the nation and as you can see the response in the ways that which white people and folks that believe America is a great place are respond. The reaction to it is this because the conversation is about getting this machine to work a certain, who's going to be controlling this machine. The machine is fucked and whatever it produce produces is, is fucked up. And all I'm saying is there should be a, it would be far more interesting and far more effective if that was what is, is constantly being talked about is, hey, this machine so is broken. So why can't the two and I, things happen at the same time? Because That's Democrats, when it comes to Democrats who are the closest, the closest aligned to these quote-unquote progressive ideas, aren't committed to the shit because they're committed to the ma machine. And when I said that circle was there, it's like you have these progressive, radical ideas. Black people are human, should be treated equally that come from the people because we're we're the ones that are 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 directly affected and living the 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 consequences of this output. So you have all these grassroots movements. The Democratic Party latches on because it needs to get the votes, and they they kind of take these principles and create this watered down version that doesn't really put a cog in the machine. It's just like Biden appointing black judges. Yeah, that's dope. But is it, ch is it changing anything for black women? No, because there's three fucking judges in there from Trump. Oh, okay. No, well, well, I, this is no. going to go around you and around. You have to I, understand I how this actually, fuck the this is the fuck thing. Like you politics, fuck okay. how it works. It doesn't Shanti, make sense. And, and, and like, in like three years, if this keeps going the way it does, check back in with me and let me know how you feel when you don't have any fucking rights as a woman. When you but the, can't But then like what function. happens? Then what's the interesting thing that happens? The more that these the, the rights get pulled ar around and the more that people feel how absurd it is, is that these two parties and this fucked up system actually has the power to control what they do with their bodies and their kids' bodies, then it gets interesting. Then real change might happen because people collectively have are enraged. And it's not because and they're not like, oh, I, I should have gone to the polls. It's like fuck a poll, fuck a midterm. I need change now. It gets interesting. It doesn't follow, it doesn't follow uh it doesn't follow the political what I all you and I laws. don't disagree with that. You and I, I don't know don't what you disagree. want me to say. What then. I'm saying I don't know what is I'm saying the that's... two things can happen. I want to be able to have a fucking abortion if I need to get an abortion while I'm trying to change the system. Is Word. all I'm fucking saying. Word. That's it. Word. True. Okay. That's it. All right. And I'm pissed that people might not be able to. I, I, and it doesn't I mean that you. I'm pissed with you. It means that I'm pissed at the whole thing. But if there is something I can do to put a cog, even if it's a weak one in this right now, I'm going to do it Word. while I work on the other thing. That's Word. all I'm saying. You and I have never disagreed. We had a whole conversation about Marxism and communism and how that no one's ever actually done it. And how if you really do it right, it sounds kind of fucking great. I don't disagree with that. 
You know me. I'm not a capitalist. We're all capitalists. But what I'm saying, I am bones. not we somebody are. who want, who just wants a whole wants to amass a whole bunch of fucking wealth and not care about other people. Unless That's what happens, I'm saying. On the, then it's, it, that is no, I am not somebody who wants to do that. But what I'm saying is, I believe that you can put a fucking fire out while you deal with other problems too. And I don't know how many. I don't know how many like community things that you've been to. I don't know how many times, how many times you've written a senator or whatever the fuck, but I believe that we can all be more engaged on both sides. That's all I'm saying. Whether you want to be engaged in putting a cog in the, in stopping Roe v. Wade from being turned over. And you might have to work within the system a little bit to do that while you're also figuring out how the fuck do I dismantle this system? Cause that cog is weak as fuck. I believe that it's possible, but I believe that we are so used to having these fucking freedoms that we don't see the severity of it. And we say things like it can get interesting. It can get really fucked up, not just interesting. It's, I mean, even if you have all of, even if you have all of these liberties, right? Even if we have all of these liberties, the state of the United States and the direction of the United States is unsustainable. I, I don't. I even if even if we have You're all these liberties or we don't, I, it's unsustainable. And eventually, you it are is. not saying anything different from me. All right. All but, I'm saying but, is you can do two things at once. But not, but I think if it's not in, if it's not in the, the the public discourse of what is outside of the box, people don't know that. If it's not taught to us to, to take a bird's eye view, it's hard. It's really, really hard. It, it, it. It requires a lot of dedication and a lot of like listening to a lot of different points of view, which we're not necessarily given in America. We're not. We're given Democrat or Republican. We're not, we're not, we're not, we don't even understand how economy works. We're, we don't even understand that politics are entrenched in how the economy works. The idea that these elected officials are not swayed by money is absurd. It's a cesspool. It's crazy. Girl, what are you talking? Okay. But that, that makes that people don't know that. People think if you just vote and you vote for this person that you didn't even have the opportunity to really choose. You're just given three, two candidates you, there's just this motherfucker. This all of a sudden, these white motherfuckers show up, and you're like, "Oh, let me let me see what their values are, so that I can figure out a fight." It's it's absurd. It's absurd. And I think if people are are shown the what's really happening, what's what's involved, who at the end really suffers, who at the end really benefits, I think it will it, it can expedite this change. But they don't. It's not on public discourse. It's not discussed. It's Republican or Democrat. Uh, it is it's discussed. Not on a. No, it's not. People just recently, the idea of b- abolishing police, abolition, is new. This is stuff that people have been talking about for a, since America was established. But it's just now becoming a public idea. Black Lives Matter. This is. 
this is but it now is a, being a discussed because somebody decided to discuss it. But this because is somebody decide. So what I my challenge to you and to everybody who feels that way, including me, is to use your voice to discuss it. This is what I'm doing. That's, I'm not. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm not doing. This is us arguing. This is us making no, people cringe. I'm while not listening. trying to argue. I'm, I'm really not trying to argue with you. I, what I'm. I think Dis- our fundamental difference discourse. is that I want the fucking cog in the in the machine right now to stop what's happening right now, and I think that that can be done while the other work is being done as well. I also don't think that the majority of people are actively engaged in understanding politics and understanding policy and understanding who their local officials are, because it's not just white folks on the ballot around me. I don't know about you, but around here, it's a whole lot of black and brown people over here in Kings County. But I'm just saying like, you need to know that. And half the people don't know that. And I'm challenging people to know it and they're because local, while we and they're while local we politics. while we imagine and organize and try to come up with another way, we're still stuck in this way. We're still stuck here. We're still stuck in this house that's burning. That's all I'm saying. Two things can happen at the same time, Do and most people thing? don't get involved in this shit. Until it hits the fan. That's all I'm saying. That's it. I think women are under attack. And I. Oh, the last thing I really want to say is I want to see more fucking men talking about this. I don't see... I've only seen one man on my timeline talk about mm. this issue. One. And that's a real... That, that sits with me wrong. The silence is deafening on the other end of this. And I don't quite understand why. I just don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Like, I don't understand how this is not like terrifying to everyone, but whatever. You and I, I love you. We disagree on the approach, but I don't think that we disagree on America being fucked up and needing and on life support. But I'm just saying like, interesting is not the word I would use for when these rights go away and for what the fuck is about to go down. I I don't, did I say interesting? Is that what I said? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just saying like, it's, it's, it's very serious. No, I'm, I'm not in any way trying to dismiss it or make light of it. So that, that may have been the wrong word to choose. So my apologies. Are you mad at me? I'm not mad at I'm not we've already done this before. Yeah, we're not mad at each I'm other not mad. at all. It's fine. What's so, um I hope you enjoyed this episode of Around the Way Curls. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Did y'all never talk about politics?" Everybody already told us they cringe when they listen to it, so Joe. No, they didn't. There's plenty of people who said they fuck with the politics stuff. I oh. don't care. Oh okay? gosh. If you don't care about politics, then if you don't care about politics right now, then goddamn, goddamn y'all, we let y'all laugh at Jesse Williams' dick earlier. Not we Jess- talk oh, about some bullshit. Why well, I think of juicy, not juicy, juicy smoothie? Because I almost said that too when the person called me and said Jesse Williams' dick is online. I thought they were talking about juicy, and I was like, I don't care. And then I realized who they was talking about. <laughs> but I, I have to say, 
I don't want to see Juicy's dick. But I, I what's sad is I noted that that penis video was going to be off of Twitter and I screen recorded it. I know that's right. You better share it. You better I sh- sent it to you, girl. I mean, you, you better share it, it on the timeline to get us. Oh, no. no. We'll get, get fuck the... it. We'll be an Instagram jail. Uh, Instagram Joe. Well, I think I think this was a good episode. <laughs> you, oh, I keep hitting my, oh my face. You think this was a bust? Oh, I think it was provocative. It got the people going. They were yelling. Yeah, going. Please turn down the violent the volume. People are gonna be like, Antoinette. No, I think All majority right. of the people agree with you, and that's fine. I actually don't. I, th- I think I, I think I'm doing lots of lots of um, learning. I'm always learning something. I I, I do. I, I'm by no means sitting here thinking like, oh, I have the answers, and that I am. Um, I don't have work to do, and ways to show up, in my community and for America. So, here we are. It, it's 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 a. Uh, it's complicated. It's stressful. It's it really is. It's and the idea of reimagining things sounds so good and I know it's so necessary, but damn, I ain't heard one 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 plan yet. <laughs> and it shit is frustrating. I have more I have more work to do in terms of no, not with from the possibility, but just I think a lot. There's there are mad possibilities. People have been thinking about this and arguing against the way that America runs since its establishment. They're out there, but they're out there. We just have to figure it out. Well, no, or I, think I that have the, to do the, the education idea... so I come with a better argument and be like, "Well, listen, what? what's his name said that no. Mark said in 1902 <laughs> that no, the prot- it's not." I think that there we already have talked about Marxism and communism and Leninism, like Lennoxism and all that. But what I'm saying is the I, how to dismantle this to get to that. Where is the plan? I, I, it has to be talked about what the main issue is. There is I don't know disproportionate in a, the, the, it's it's not equal. There's great I, inequity. I really I I just feel like the idea that. Black people haven't gotten reparations is crazy. It's crazy. It's fucking, it's a slap in the face. And, and You know some, how they could get it if they had people to vote f- for it in Congress. But you think these white people are going to let that, that's what I'm saying. Not She's going to get wild. Not every person in Congress is white. That's the no, other I thing that's pissing me off. No, I mean the collective body of the co- people. The collective body of white people can't <sighs> do shit if, the, if that's passed. The collective body of women and people, the majority of this fucking country does not want Roe versus Wade overturned. But these elected officials do. Well, I didn't That's know all what, those the, white women. The collective, vote for, well, didn't all a bunch a of white women the, vote for the, Trump? They, what? Didn't all a bunch of white women vote for Trump, too? They damn sure did. Yes. They, they just, I, maybe it's a problem with women. Then we need to talk about women as well. Why? Why? What the hell? I just, not just, it's the yeah, Republicans, it's are, people the Republicans just, need to look well, in I'm their I'm talking souls. about, I don't think many white women are listening to this podcast. So I'm imploring people who listen to this podcast to get activated in one way or another. Please. I don't know. This is over. It's late. And I still want to work out because you stress me out.
Stress yourself out. You got to watch the couple's therapy because that's your I'm choice. not watching it. We might need to go to therapy by the end of Why? this Why? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Why are you stressed this long out? long ass episode. I'm stressed out because this is, not, this is scary. You're not hearing you what these people are saying. This motherfucker said, Loving versus Virginia. I said, the fuck? You don't want black and white people to get married now too? What? Okay. What's next? Why would you want to stop Jesse Williams' specimen? But I'm, no, I'm Why really serious. Like, what's that? next? Shade. What is next? What's the next thing? What's the next liberty that's not in the Constitution that they're going to get rid of? Like, you can get rid of gay marriage. You gonna say gay people can't adopt children now? What are you about to say? What are you about to do? Because this is where we're headed. That is crazy. The, I'm telling you, the most concerning thing in that is is how his rationale around it. It has implications for so many other things. Women are not even mentioned in the Constitution. So if that's your rationale, that this shit isn't in the Constitution implicitly, then shit, we are in trouble. Anyway, y'all have a good night. <laughs> I have stress. And we'll come back with something a little more fun next week, right? Well, we it depends on what's going on in this world, child. It's no, we crazy. will because it's this week, crazy. next week we're stop. Next week we're recording in person, so we have it all set. I swear for God, I need you to add to them to- those outlines too. I love you. Goodbye. We're out. We're out. I'm leaving Bye. the studios to your chagrin. I'm just hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You have just heard an around the way curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't got you slipping up. Look how I'm living up. Police be tripping up. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. 
All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.